Welcome to the Acoustic You Podcast. This is your host, Cheyenne Williams, and this is a place where we get to feel loved, be heard, and know that we have a voice that the entire world needs to hear. So sit back, relax, and let's go change the world. Hi guys, welcome to the Acoustic You Podcast. I am so excited about today, so I'm just going to like dive right in and just forget the intro. I'm just going to get started because I'm super pumped. And so I'm going to talk about, we'll extend on what we were talking about last week um, about having the two paths to choose from. And I just want to say that if you have not watched episode two or listened to episode two, go back, listen to it so that you know kind of where my head's at. Um, But for those of you that don't know, um, I am a huge trauma mental health advocate. I have my bachelor's in psychology. That's what I went to college for. I'm currently in graduate school working on my criminal psychology um, degree, which is going to result in me getting my LPCC, which is being a licensed professional um, counselor certification. And so everything in the mental health realm is like, yes, Cheyenne, like this is you. This is what you want. Like I'm obsessed, truly obsessed. I'm a huge nerd, like Ask me anything about a human brain and I'm like, I got you. Um, But with that being said, after all of the schooling and, you know, doing everything and working in the mental health field, um, I've learned that humans are made up of two things. We are made up of feelings and we're made up of our environment. And so you often hear, especially those in the mental health realm, you often hear about people talking about um, nurture versus nature. And ultimately, what that is saying is that humans are biologically predisposed to who they are, what they're going to do in life, and who they're going to become. Like, that is written in your DNA when you are birthed into this world. Um, And then you have the other side that says, on top of all of your biological predispositions, you are also influenced based off of the environment around you. And so with that being said, you know, you get a lot of arguments and disagreements about biological freedom of choice, things like that. But in all reality, I'm going to break it to you. There is no freedom of choice. There's not. Um, I mean, there is, but we are all predisposed to who we are already going to be in this world. Um, And feel free to DM me, reach out to me if you want to argue about it. Let's go back and forth. I love having, you know, educational discussions with individuals. And so I also always check my DMs. So if you have any concerns, comments, questions, like DM me and let's talk about it. Um, And so moving forward with this is that as humans, we're made up of our feelings and our thoughts. So our feelings, they're going to dictate our personality. They are going to dictate our actions, our reactions, um, and how we show up to certain things, while our environment is going to teach us how we react to those certain things. So I did a clinical neuro paper back in the day um, during my undergrad program, and it was called How to Make a Murderer. And a lot of people would probably disagree with me right now, but stay with me, guys. The paper literally wrote um, or shared how parenting styles can influence criminal behavior in the future. 
And it's all about how neglectful parenting styles or um, non-attached parenting styles and things of that nature dictate how a child's brain is going to develop and how their brain develops is then going to dictate the hormones that are released and not released. And if it's too much release and if it's too little release and all of that also dictates your behaviors, which ultimately could lead to criminal behaviors or deviant behaviors or things like that. Now, are we all going to go out commit like committing crimes? Probably not. But I just wanted to share that as an example. And so we often have this guilt feeling of being selfish and, you know, having that guilty feeling makes you exhausted. But I also wanted to clarify and my grief counselor actually shared this with me because I have a lot of mommy guilt. And so if you're a mom out there, no, mommy guilt is not real. Um, And this is why. So my counselor was like, in the Webster definition of guilt, guilt means that you purposely went out to go commit harm to somebody. We are not committing harm to anybody when we choose to put ourselves first. So we are not guilty. Same thing with moms. We are not purposely going out to hurt our children. So there is no mommy guilt. So when we are constantly feeling, you know, guilty about being selfish and being our real self, like that's a feeling we need to like shut it down, like shut it down right now. And so the journey isn't about choosing the prize, but like revealing our true self. And our true self is ultimately going to be that prize at the end of the day. And it's called being you. And so don't feel guilty about being you. Um, You know, I work in the network marketing business. I work in the network marketing industry. It's an industry for people. Um, But also with that industry, you have to do personal growth. And so while working and building this legacy for my kids, I had experienced a lot of mommy guilt because of the fact that there was nights where I maybe wasn't home tucking them in bed. Um, There was probably nights where they had to eat dinner without mommy, you know? And so I was getting that mommy guilt and people around me were like, you know, you need to not work so much and be there for your kids. And I'm like, absolutely not. Like, yes, I'm going to be there for my kids. I love my kids, but I also see my kids seven days out of a week all the time. Like, I can go out and work and build a legacy for them to know that they're not going to have all of these financial burdens and things like that if, God forbid, something was to happen to me. And so it had to be like slapped in my face and I keep hearing it over and over and over again. Like, don't feel guilty for doing something that is going to impact your family. And I had to do a lot of like self-reflection about who I am now, who I want to be, and like how I'm going to get there and what are the things that I'm going to have to sacrifice to get there. Um, And, you know, we all live out for approval of others. I don't know why, but I touched base on that last episode. But we need to start living out approval for ourselves. We need to do things that only we approve. You know, we hear the saying like WWJD, what would Jesus do, right? Um, You know, I started to make it a motto where it was like WWCD, what would Cheyenne do? And once I started to have that mentality, I started to think different. And I mean that in a sense of everything I was doing was how is this going to impact my family? How is this going to make me the person I strive out to be? How is this going to continue to create the legacy that I want to leave behind to my children? Um, And ultimately, what is the nature 
that is going to have to occur to get there. And so you often hear this, fake it until you make it. Like that is straight up BS. There is no fake it till you make it, you know? And so faking it until you make it is going against your nature, is going against the journey you're supposed to go through to get there. And you know, we hear it all the time, like do the positive affirmations. You need to walk around and believe and do the things in order to like manifest it and put it out into the universe. And yeah, absolutely. I'm a hard believer of like of that. I do it constantly. I do it daily. Like I manifest, I do affirmations. I have my vision board. I do my daily gratitudes. Like that's a must, non-negotiable. But I also have to be accepting of my journey. I have to be okay with knowing that I'm going to fail. I have to be okay with knowing that there's going to be more valleys than there are mountain peaks and that is okay. And that is the part that I'm not faking. I'm not walking around saying, there is no failure, it's amazing. I have a total success. Like there is nothing wrong with what I am doing. That is faking it until you're making it. Like faking it until you're making it. And so- I realized that we have to be authentic in that way. And so you can walk around and manifest all day, but be okay with your failure, failures. Be okay with your valleys and be okay with sharing those failures and those valleys and knowing that that ultimately is going to make you stand out because you're going to be authentic. Um, and it's also in those valleys and in those in those dark days are when you're going to have the self-discovery. I have discovered myself 99% of the time in my darkest days. And it took those challenges, those valleys, those like weaknesses. And it really brought out my strength. It taught me how to be resilient. It taught me how to be, you know, just overcoming adversity. It taught me how to just like not lose hope and to always be optimistic. And it just taught me a lot of lessons that I wouldn't have learned if I didn't have challenges. And so If you don't understand what you're doing, that's okay. Just know that if you truly don't believe in what you're doing, it's not going to work. So that is where I mean like manifest it. Write a journal about your future self. Write a journal saying, I am a millionaire. I'm walking around in my house in Beverly Hills and I have this and I have this and I have this much in my bank account and that's okay. Manifest it because you have to believe it. You have to know that you have the potential to get there. And so I do it all the time. I walk around, I journal about it. I'm a multi-million dollar mommy. My kid's college tuition is paid off. I have the most successful business. I can travel when and wherever I want to. No one is going to tell me otherwise. Am I living that life right now? No, I'm not, but I'm going to get there one day. I'm going to get there one day and I am believing in myself that I am capable of getting in getting into that lifestyle one day and I'm manifesting it. I'm putting it into existence and I'm preparing myself for what is going to take to get there. But at the same time, all of the failures and the valleys that I'm going to experience along the way, I am totally welcoming with open arms. You know, a lot of people say I eat adversity and challenges for breakfast. And part of that, it comes with the fact that I have a no excuse mentality and 
the things I've been through and the things I've overcome that I'm kind of just like, you know what, God, what else can you throw at me? Like, bring it on. Let's do it. Um, but it took years and years and I'm continuing to do the work to continue to not let my trauma and my challenges and my adversities get to me. But part of that is having that mindset of doing whatever it takes. And so you can't ignore the darkness. I've never ignored my darkness. Um, You have to sit with it. You have to be still with it. You have to be open to it. Um, I was that person that was constantly too busy um, to feel her feelings. And I did that because it was a trauma response. I didn't want to feel my feelings. I did not want to sit with my feelings. I didn't want to be acceptance of my feelings. And so I constantly moved so that I literally did not have to sit and think. But I realized that that was not healthy. And this probably is the reason that I'm dealing with a lot of my issues currently. But I'm working on it, you guys. And that's okay. And this is a reminder to myself that we can't ignore the darkness. And that it is okay to be still and to sit. And that is when we are going to learn all of the lessons is when we sit and we can actually sit with what is going on and have the space for openness to allow the lessons to be revealed. And so lacking the insight into our own limits and our own potential, like that allows your ego and your pride to lead you into situations that aren't meant to like be pure to your soul. And so we need to have insight that it is okay to sit and to be still and to know and to experience the valleys and the seasons of our lives. And having that insight is then going to lead us to a pure soul because we're going to be able to do things we are wanting to do. And so I'm going to also leave it with this before I let you guys go for the day. But you guys, people say, listen to your gut. But honestly, we need to listen to the tug in our heart. Like that is what is ultimately going to lead us to the things we are passionate about. And the only way for us to not achieve our dreams is to quit. So never quit. Quitting allows your fears to override your success. Fears are literally your insecurities. Do not let your insecurities win. Having success is proving your insecurities wrong. So I challenge all of you, go out to the world, prove your insecurities wrong, and go live out the life we are all supposed to live. 